0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of XS Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. This is episode 26 for the week of December 9th, 2018. Welcome back to another week, I hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, this week I finally was able to put up my Christmas lights. Uh, we got our Christmas tree up, this nice small little 6 foot tree. Um, we have it sitting in our front window and it looks quite nice if you, if you were to ask me. But, uh, but yeah, Christmas is coming up, uh, I hope you guys are doing your Christmas shopping. I literally have not started so I better get a move on. But yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episodes. We had some great news from last week, and then we also had Micah from the Disney Time podcast um, who was on sharing about his experiences, so I hope you guys were able to listen to those episodes. Uh, and we do have another great cast uh, interview with a cast member episode coming up this week. But for now, we're going to discuss the Disney new, Disney Parks news, I should say. So there's, uh, there's actually some cool items we, we got going on this week. So first I'm going to be discussing uh, a new Beauty and the Beast ride that's going to be coming to Tokyo Disneyland. Uh, there was actually a sneak peek that came out this week and I cannot wait to see this. Uh, I really wish I could go to Tokyo Disneyland, but I will talk more on that soon. Uh, there's also like a new way to explore the food and animal kingdom for the holidays. Uh, and there was actually a news story put out uh, about how Disneyland is revoking annual pass holders. So let uh, that's, that's going to be an interesting one to talk about. So so you know what? Let's just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the XS Press Podcast. So today we start so with some news that's happening over at Tokyo Disneyland. Now Tokyo Disneyland is going through a large scale development plan uh, that is bringing new attractions, entertainment, shopping, and dining to the park in the spring of 2020. Uh, in, fi- uh, in Fantasyland they are building a new area that's going to be themed to Beauty and the Beast. Uh, it's going to have a castle that will be 98 feet tall that will, that will be above the surrounding area. Um, and There will be village shops, and there's gonna be Gaston's Tavern as well But the the centerpiece of this new area will be a new attraction called en- Enchanted tale of the beauty and the beast um, It's it is a ride through attraction, but it will be the first of its kind uh, so D- Disney released a video showcasing the ride and it looks absolutely amazing uh, it's so it's going to be featuring audio animatronics, and it will tell the story of Beauty and the Beast. So this is actually the first time that Belle and the Beast will become audio animatronics. Uh, they show they they had showed some of the working animatronics, and they just look stunning. I mean, the the movement of them is just so fluid and lifelike. It's it's really a, like a sight to see, like what these things actually look like. They're they're great. Um, but I want to say that this attraction is the first of, of its kind because it, is a, it has a brand new ride vehicle. Uh, so imagine these like big and round vehicles that you sit in, and it'll fit up the four guests at a time. All of the seats are right next to each other, so you kind of like face out in the same direction. Uh, and the ride vehicles are supposed to dance in the rhythm to the film's music. So they're tilting back and forth to make it feel like you are dancing with the bell and the beast in the in the ballroom. It looks, it just looks so cool. Uh, I, I really hope this ride technology comes to, to the United States at some point because I really want to try this out. And we all know getting to Tokyo Disneyland uh, over here is not easy. Um, but I will link a video uh, about it in the show notes because you really got to check out like how this ride is going to work. And and um the animatronics the animatronics are just are are fantastic so yeah you have you have to see that but that's that's not all that's going to be coming to tokyo disneyland uh they're also opening up in the in the new area the the fantasy land forest theater which will feature signature entertainment in a dedicated indoor performance space Production and these will be uh, productions that feature Disney characters and music, which will be great for all ages in the 1500 seat storybook theater. And then, if you head on over to Tomorrowland, the Happy Ride with Baymax uh, attraction will celebrate uh, Big Hero 6. Uh, and, guy, uh, and guests will be able to ride the ride, which will be a one of those whip rides that will swing them round and round. So pretty much this ride is very similar to Alien Swirling Saucers that just opened up over at Toy Story Land and Hollywood Studios. There will also be a new shop themed to outer space called the Big Pop. Uh, and these, this was pretty much just going to offer uh, popcorn in multiple flavors. And then over located in Toontown, uh, Minnie's style studio will be the first Disney character greeting uh, in the Tokyo Disneyland uh, where guests can meet uh, Minnie Mouse, actually. Um, So all of these offerings will debut in the spring of 2020 as part of the resort's large-scale expansion plan. Uh, So a lot of the great changes coming to Tokyo Disneyland just makes me want to visit even more. I know I've said this in the past, but if I could visit one of the Disney parks in a different country, it would be Tokyo Disneyland Resort. I know one day I will make it there. So now we're going to head on over to the Walt Disney World Resort to talk about some of the stuff that's happening for the holidays. So if you're going to be heading over to Walt Disney World at the end of December, they did announce a limited-time tasting sampler over at Animal Kingdom. You'll be able to taste your way around the park as well as getting preferred seating for the second showing of the Rivers of Light nighttime show. So if you purchase a tasting sampler, you'll receive a preloaded $35 digital gift card via email for only $30. Uh, This gift card will contain a barcode that can then be added to your digital wallet and scanned over at 40 outdoor carts and kiosks throughout the park. You then can eat and drink uh, whatever you'd like. During this time, you'll be able to try out some new offerings that will only be available from December 22nd to January 2nd. Some of these new, uh, new items include shrimp curry and chicken curry bowls over at Kusafari Bakery, House Smoked Pastrami Sliders at the Smiling Crocodile, Buffalo Chicken Chips at Trillo Bites, Pulled Pork or Shrimp Mac and Cheese Plates at Eight Spoon Cafe, uh, uh, Korean Beef Sliders and Tuna Bao over at Caravan Road, and there's going to be a lot more than that. Uh, So, if you want to try some of the new offerings, you can, or you can just try one of the regular offerings at the park as well. So, the tasting sampler is available online starting today at $30 per package. Uh, each purchase will include a $30, uh, $35 gift card that, again, can be used at any carts or kiosks at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Again, this is only running between December 22nd and January 2nd, 2019, uh, and again, the package will include a second showing of preferred seating to Rivers of Light. So I actually think this is a fantastic idea. If you're going to be visiting during this time, I would definitely purchase this if I were going because it's when I go over there, I'm going to be spending money on food at the park, anyways. So I mean, at least I could save five dollars. But I think one of the best things about it is that you're getting preferred seating to Rivers of Light, which is huge. I mean, this is the busiest week of the year, and you don't have to about you don't have to wait about uh, you don't have to worry about waiting in line or using up a fast pass for rivers of light i mean i I think it's well worth it so if you're heading to walt disney world this holiday season i would totally recommend doing this and then if you find yourself over at disney springs at walt disney world resort this holiday season there are a few festivities uh, that you can enjoy over there so for the third year you can visit the disney springs christmas tree trail and this is actually a walkthrough where you can see Christmas trees dress up, uh, dressed up as some of your favorite characters, rides and movies. I believe there will be 28 trees altogether. Uh Some of the examples of decorated trees are a monorail inspired tree, uh, Fantasia, Star Wars, Peter Pan, uh, there will be a villains inspired tree and much more. Uh, my favorite tree is actually the Haunted Mansion one, where it has a very large uh, bride replica just sitting on the top of the tree. I mean, all of these trees are highly, de- uh, highly detailed and worth checking out. Uh, and if you if you want to see images of them, uh, images of them, I will make sure to link them in the show notes below. Because if you're not going to get there, they're really they're really awesome. These trees, so definitely check those out and then if you are looking to send out some christmas cards this year maybe you want to stop by the disney photopass studio uh, where you can take the perfect festive photo for you and your family they have an assortment of virtual holiday backdrops that can be put behind you they are perfect uh, if you want to use it as a christmas card uh, you do not have to make an appointment for this you could just walk up and they'll help you out uh, and if you're using the disney memory maker package It comes included, so be sure to put on your favorite holiday sweater, ugly or not, and just get your photo taken. It'll be worth it for your Christmas cards. So I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to head on over to Disneyland. So if you are in the Southern California area for New Year's Eve this upcoming year, maybe you want to ring in the New Year over at the Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. Uh, You'll be able to party all night long with the characters from The Incredibles. So if you're interested, the party will begin over at Disney's PCH Grill, uh, where you will have access to an all-you-can-eat buffet, and there is a lot to choose from. There will be plenty of appetizers, soups, cheeses, meats, fruits, salads and a lot more. Some of the main dishes include prime rib, roasted turkey, fried chicken, salmon, short ribs and there will be lots of uh, a few vegetarian options as well. And then there's plenty of options for the kids like beef tips, uh, mac and cheese and then if they want they can create their own pizza. Uh, And then, of course, for dessert, you can get pies, cheesecakes, and a lot more. And then once you you are done with dinner, you can head on over to the Pacific Ballroom where you can dance with the Incredibles, where you can count down to New Year's Year's twice. Uh, There will be a celebratory toast and festive balloon drop at 9 p.m. as well as midnight. So I guess you'll be able to celebrate with the East Coast and then celebrate at your own time with the West Coast. So of course, this is going to be happening on December 31st. Uh, de- thirth, geez. Uh, December 31st, 2018. Uh, dinner will be served from five to ten. But so I can, I assume you can go back and forth between like the restaurant and the ballroom. Uh, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, so the um, uh, Pacific Ballroom New Year's Character Celebration event begins at 6 p.m. and ends at 12:30 uh, a.m. And if you would like to attend, this event is going to cost you $100 per per adult and $30 per uh, child. Um, So this seems like a pretty fun event. I'm not quite sure if I would do it if I was living in that area. But I mean, if you want to be on Disney property and not have to worry about... Uh, trying to get into the parks for midnight because I assume it's just it's madness it's probably really crazy uh, then maybe this is something that you would want to do I mean I, for a hundred dollars you get tons of food um, you know in in the now looking at it now it didn't say if there was alcohol included but I, w- I would assume there has to be but I remember I don't think I, re- I read that there was going to be alcohol in the the news article that I wrote, because usually Disney provides it with, or it usually says there's going to be alcohol, but there's got to be, it's New Year's Eve, if, if there's no alcohol, then why, why would you be going to this, but anyways, seems like a fun event, um, not sure if I would do it, but again, if you want to get away from the crowds, maybe this is something for you, so, alright, so now we're going to head over to the downtown Disney district at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, So, if you were there, uh, Napolina Pizzeria has reopened and it's newly renovated. So, you'll be able to get some delicious foods such as create your own pizza. Uh, You'll be able to get sandwiches, salads, and other desserts. So, the main attraction here are the pizzas. You can build your own and there is also a uh, wide variety of toppings to choose from. Or, you can select one of your six signature pizzas. Uh, if I had to choose one of the pizzas, I would probably get the Brinner, uh, that had, and that one has Fontina cheese, mozzarella, potato, bacon, and egg. Uh, I assume it's called Brinner because you're having breakfast for dinner. That one just makes sense to me. So, uh, but yeah, there's, there's all the pizzas seem really good there if you haven't been. Um, but there's also a lot of new venues that are still to open this year, including Splitsville Luxury Lanes the disney dress shop salt and straw scoop shop there and uh the reimagined disney store has now opened, and there's going to be more to come uh there's going to be the ballast point brewery as well as black tap craft burgers and shakes and i have talked about black tap in the past and that's the one that's going to have all those crazy milkshakes because in new york city the wait is like two to three hours or something to get these milkshakes but maybe it's died down by now um because I remember they were big on social media for a while. But but yeah, so that's going to be coming to Disneyland soon. So now if we venture into the Disneyland park, you can go check out the Art of Mary Poppins Returns exhibit that is now open. This is a limited time gallery that will feature art, costumes, props, and video clips from the new movie that is opening on December 19th. Uh, the Art of Mary Poppins Returns is located inside the lobby of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln over in the Disneyland park. Uh, So I'll be honest, I'm not really a big fan of Mary Poppins. Well, I shouldn't say that. When I was a kid, I just never watched Mary Poppins that often. I think maybe like once or twice. It just never resonated with me as a kid. Uh, I do want to give it a chance again though, because it's been a very long time since I've seen it. I just saw that recently. It is, uh, I can rent it. So before the new one comes out, I'm going to rewatch it. Uh, and see how I feel about it now, and then make sure I watch this sequel. So, but yeah, so if you're interested in that exhibit that is open right now, and you can go check that out. So, another thing that was, uh, that I, I had read this weekend, um, and it's kind of funny how it, it was all brought up. So, I'm going I'm to kind of start with uh, last night. So, I'm recording this on a Sunday, and on Saturday night, I had gone to a ugly sweater party with a bunch of friends. It was at a coworker's house, who happens to also be. It was actually Giovanni. He was on the show talking about food and wine uh, back in. This is like August now, so it was my friend Giovanni. Ugly sweater Ugly sweater party over at his house. So last night at the party, I was actually wearing one of those spirit jerseys that Disney has. It was a Christmas themed spirit jersey. It has Mickey Mouse on it with like some antlers, and across the back it says "Merry Christmas." So we were talking about it, and one of my uh, one of my friends, she actually just moved back recently from Southern California, and she lived very close to Disneyland, uh, the Disneyland parks. And she was telling us a story how – it's a very long story. Well, it's, it's kind of a long story. But she was telling us a story how she had gotten – she wanted to get online and wait online so she can get, when they were very popular, the rose gold spirit jerseys. Uh, and they were waiting at one of the stores uh, to go get it. And these were pretty popular at the time and they're very hard to get. So they had – wait, her and her friend had like waited online to get it. And she, she wants to buy one, but there's a, a woman in front of her who's trying to buy, like, as many as she could. Um, she's just buying a ton of them. And my one friend, she was trying to buy a certain size, and this woman had, like, all of them. And she had, like, ten of them or maybe more in, like, that size. And my friend was like, let me, like, can I please have one? Like, I just want to get one for myself. And she's like, no, I'm buying all of them. So my friend had actually complained to a manager, and the manager had said... Uh, that the woman can only buy at least 10 so what this woman does is she calls over like four of her family members to to now wait online with all of these jerseys because what they want to do is since they're so popular they want to resell them so it's unfair these people are buying all of these spare jerseys up just so they can go resell them on ebay now, my friend was really pissed because she really wanted one, but she had to get it in a different size. I mean, luckily, these Spirit jerseys are pretty big. Like, I like to wear uh, – I like, large fits for me, but I like to get the extra large because I like them big and baggy. Um, so, unfortunately, yeah, she had to get a size down. It still fit her, but it wasn't the size that she wanted. So, this woman just got away with it. Her family was able to get online and just buy as many jerseys as you want. But, I mean – so so then this morning, so after I heard this story last night, and then this morning I'm looking through my feed and I see that there was a featured article in the Orange County Register, which a, which is a newspaper in California about how Disneyland is now quietly revoking annual passes of guests who are buying and selling souvenirs. So, I mean, this is the world that we live in today where people will buy up exclusive and limited items and then go and sell them on other websites like eBay. Now annual pass holders get discounts on merchandise on a lot of items. So it it, it, it makes more it gives them more of, a, of of an incentive to resell these items. Uh, from the article it seems like there are two different kinds of people who do this. Um, So it looks like people who are trying to profit from these items and then other people who just want to help others get park exclusives, uh, exclusive items that just can't because like I know since I don't live in the Orlando area, sometimes there's limited edition stuff that comes out at the parks and I just, I can't get it. I mean, sometimes they go on sale online, but it's sometimes it's even tough getting online. So I know other people are just trying to be nice and help others out, but so in the article, they interviewed a bunch of people who've actually had their annual passes revoked, but I mean, in in Disney's policy, it, it clearly states that pass holders cannot resell items purchased with their discount, and Disney does have the right to revoke their passes at any time without explanation, so... I mean, it's kind of a good thing that it's happening. I mean, it, it's—I I think it's a great thing because I mean, I so I actually collect movie posters, um, and I collect, I collect these like limited edition ones. Uh, they sell—they sell out within a couple minutes because there's only like 300 or like two fifty that are printed at a time, and people get really mad because what happens is you want to get a poster, but then they they buy it up and they resell it on eBay for like triple, quadruple the price. So. It's nice to see that Disney is able to take this into their own hands because they're able to find these resellers online, match it up with their accounts, and then uh, they're able to cancel the pass holders. But there was one instance in the article where a husband – there was a husband and wife, and he had his kids. The husband was doing the reselling, but he was just trying to, again, help people out with these exclusive items, uh, just try to get them. Uh, but they actually not only revoked his but his wife's as his wife as well So that's kind of like a weird sticky situation and he has to kind of like try to appeal it and stuff like that. So Anyways, I I I absolutely hate people that resell things. I mean, i'm not I I don't do it I mean maybe once in the past I like I'd probably be lying if I haven't done it once in the past but um But I think it's I I don't like the practice and I think it's terrible that people do this. And I'm just glad that Disney is able to to do something about it to help all these other people that are just trying to get exclusives. Um, Because, again, it's I, I just it's crazy that literally I was just talking about it with my friend last night, how she couldn't get a shirt because this woman's trying to buy 40 shirts like at a time. So it's yeah. So it's kind of insane, but uh what I'll do is if you it's actually a really good article that it explains a lot more about it. There are people interviewed in the article. Uh I'm going to link the article for the Orange County Register in the show notes so you can check out that in detail if you want. So but yeah, I'm not going to so I do have one more news item. Actually, maybe a couple more. I, I, one news item that I have in my in my notes. Um so I'm not going to end this on a downer um, because, yeah, that's kind of like a uh, not a, such a great article, but it's it's something that's happening in Disney, so I wanted to discuss it. But all right, so the last thing I want to mention is that the Disney Parks blog posted a photo on their Instagram on Saturday, and it was a behind-the-scenes photo of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and this one image made me more excited about about the new land compared to anything else that we've seen already. We finally got to see a completed Millennium Falcon sitting in the port. Uh, And you can can see the very detailed buildings behind it as well as the mountains. And you can also see another ship that's on top of a landing pad. And I mean, this, this image just makes me so happy because one day I'll be able to visit and immerse myself into the world of Disney. I mean, I literally can still remember my parents taking me to go see Star Wars in 1997 when it came out in theaters for the re-release. Ever since then, I've just been in love with Star Wars, and it's it's crazy that this is a real thing, and it will be happening very soon. So if you're in Disneyland this summer, Galaxy's Edge will be opening, and then it will be opening in Walt Disney World in the late fall of 2019, and... I have a feeling it won't open till very late December, maybe like mid December fifteenth, like right before fall is about to end. Uh, but yeah, who knows? So this, yeah, I was just really excited when I saw this image. It just made me very giddy inside, and I'm just I can't wait to visit these lands. So, well, that's that's all the news I have, for, I, have uh, I have for you this week. But the last thing I just want to talk about is I actually put up a poll on Instagram. Uh, this past week, if you didn't see it, I was saying if people would be interested in me discussing movie news, uh, not, maybe not so much movie news, like a little bit here and there, maybe do some movie reviews, uh, and of course all the movies would only be Disney based, so it would be, uh, uh if it would be any Disney movies that were released, uh, Pixar, Disney Animation, Star Wars, Marvels, uh, it would discuss any, any news about that, um, and I, I wanted to get a, a, a sense of how people felt if I wanted to add it. And it seems like it was a little split. Uh, people wanted just park news. And some people wanted movie news as well. Um, so I think in the future, I might do like a, a, some movie news here and there. Just Again, just Disney movies and that's it. Because um, I know I wanted to do this just on the parks. But, I mean, it, f- so for me, movies are a very big part of my life. I... I love movies. I mean next to I mean I do love movies more than Disney. Uh, I just to me I just actually find it easier to talk about Disney. That's why I'm doing a podcast on Disney instead of movies. but I would love to I, lo- I would love to be able to bring uh, movies back in uh, to the podcast somehow because I actually used to like write I mean I did it for fun, but I used to write reviews for movies. Uh, at one point I actually did like a video series on YouTube for movie reviews. Um, yeah, it's it's a very very big part of my life, and I mean, I would kind of like to bring it to the podcast. So if you're if you're interested at all, reach out and and let me know your interest. But um, but yeah, I guess just if I were to have one piece of movie news today, um, the Avengers trailers uh, was released this past week, uh, and it, it's going to be called Avengers Endgame. People were curious about. What the title was going to be because they were they were holding it back. They they said it was going to be a spoiler for uh, Infinity War. So so to be honest, like I actually I don't watch trailers. Um, I again I go to the movies all the time. I go to, to maybe one to two movies a week. I love going to the theater. So I actually stopped watching movie trailers probably almost like two years ago now, maybe more. Um, so yeah, I I find sometimes. A lot of the the movie trailers to be spoilers. Uh, And I've seen, like, I've seen some, or I've read some studies that people actually want to know what movies are going to be about before even going in. Um, So I, yeah, I just don't watch trailers anymore because there was a point where I would watch trailers and I'm like, oh, I feel like they just spoil the ending. I mean, one of the biggest, one of the, when I think I had enough, I think when I finally had enough of movie trailers is when. Batman versus Superman was coming out, they put like just the end, like the entire end in their trailer. And I was just like, wow, that's, they're, they're really leaving no surprises here whatsoever. So I kind of stopped, but there are some movies that I, I do watch trailers for and it's, it, it's pretty rare. Um, but I just, I had to watch this new Avengers trailer and it just completely blew my mind. It was amazing. I think what was so great about it was that, this was like this was a teaser trailer, and this was a very true teaser trailer. Now, old teaser trailers used to be just like, again, using the word tease, like they would just give you a very little about the movie, and they it was just going, it was just gonna tease you, like just give you a little bit, but not, it's not, it's nothing terrible, nothing over the top, just give you a sense of like. What the movie might be. I mean, if you look at like some of the old teaser trailers that came out in like the late '90s and stuff like that, like they're absolutely amazing. Like, it had nothing to do with the movie. Well, I mean, it did, but it was just very cool teasers. Like, so look up ter- the look up the Terminator two teaser trailer, and then uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. But, anyways, this was a good teaser trailer because it didn't give anything away. It just kind of showed that Captain Captain America is just kind of down. He's just like he. He's, like, defeated. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Um, but it's it was a great teaser. Uh, if you haven't watched it, go check it out. Uh, it, to me, it's not spoiling anything. I don't know if I'll watch any more teasers. But, yeah, it was phenomenal. So the Avengers Infinity War – or, sorry, the, actually it was the Avengers Endgame tra- uh, teaser trailer came out this past weekend. And it's amazing. So, anyways, that's the only movies I'm going to talk. I just wanted to talk about that really fast. Um, but again, if you if you want to hear me discuss more movie news at all, uh, let me know. Reach out. I would love to hear what you guys think. Um, and if I do talk about movies, it's going to be pretty minimal. Um, so, like I was talking about earlier in the show about Mary Poppins returns, like I'll I'll give a review of Mary Poppins returns when that comes out in a few weeks. So I want to. I, yeah, that's why I want to catch up and watch the original Mary Poppins. So yeah, I'm just I want to incorporate more into the show. So, anyways, let me know what you guys think. It would be awesome. But then that's just gonna wrap it up for this week's episode. Um, Not there's some good news this week, but it was pretty shorter than usual. Nothing there wasn't a lot of of big news that had come out. Um, But all right, so. Uh, the first thing I want to mention, if you are a previous Disney cast member and you would like to be interviewed on the show, we have a second episode that, or a second show that we do each week called Interview with a Cast Member, uh, and if you want to reach uh, reach out to me and be on the show, you can. So a few ways to, to reach out to me, you can actually go over to our website uh, and you can send me a message through there, uh, which is at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, you can also shoot me an email over at excesspresspodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com. Uh, and if you want, you can follow me on social media. Uh, you can do so on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can find me at XSPressPodcast. And if you're not subscribed already, uh, you can do so on any major platform such as Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. We're, we're on a, a lot. So... All right. Well, thanks for tuning in this week and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the XS Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.